0: Hey everybody, welcome to This Is Everything, episode number 10 Uh, 10, that's pretty cool Um, hope you guys are still Enjoying it, um, I'm enjoying giving them to you So yeah, this is episode number 10 With Billy Mays III Um, Billy came by To my house and we had a really good Uh, relaxing, chill Conversation, um, we talked about A lot of stuff, uh, really Lives up to the name of this podcast, it really was Uh, a little bit of everything, so Hope you enjoy it, um, I'm just gonna quick do some of the little uh, housekeeping things at the top of the episode like I, I have been I'm going to keep saying it because I want you to do it please follow all of our state line stuff uh, we really have some great stuff happening in addition to the current podcast we have we have more podcasts coming out and we have articles and all that kind of fun stuff so please check it out um, the website is state-lines.com facebook is facebook.com slash state lines twitter is at tweet state lines instagram is at state and Tumblr is uh, officialstatelines.tumblr.com. So please check all of that out. Um, again, please follow me directly on Twitter if you would like. Um, that is at Daniel underscore Cura. And I definitely follow Billy and all of his really cool stuff that he's doing. Um, you can find him at Infinite Third on Twitter. I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E-T-H-I-R-D um, on Twitter. And check out Infinite Third.com. That's specifically his Infinite Third uh, music stuff. You can find all that stuff there. And then um, definitely check out RememberYouAreDreaming.com. That's another project of his. It's more of a collaborative uh, type thing, and uh, it's really cool as well. So he has some great stuff. He's a great dude. Please check him out. And that being said, um, let's get to the uh, iTunes reviews. Thank you so much for everyone who's been subscribing on iTunes, uh, leaving reviews. Um, It's helping a lot to see how you guys are enjoying it. It seems like you guys are. So that being said, if you leave me a five-star review on iTunes for the podcast and leave a written portion of the review so I can see your name, I'll give you a shout-out like I am now. So uh, this week's, or this episode's shout-out is for Matt McWilliams. Thank you very much, Matt. Uh, Those were some really cool things you said. (laughs) So um, yeah, guys. Thank you so much. I'm done talking. Try to keep this kind of short. Really hope you guys enjoy this episode, episode number 10. Hopefully, many more to come. Here you go. This is everything with Billy Mays Third.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have, we have a special, special treat for you for today. We have the one, the only. Welcome to the State Lines Network.
0: What's up, man? Hey. You have a seat. Dog might just randomly sniff you. Until, <laughs> until he fed him. I'm but cool he's all it. good. Hey, he's good, dude. How you doing, man? I'm
2: all right. How are good.
0: you? Good. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. All good. So, have you been? Everything cool? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I live in St. Pete now. Yeah, yeah. So. Cause the last time we saw each other was in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Black Mountain. A little over a year ago. You, we saw you, the day after we got engaged. Cause that yeah, was yeah. Fourth of that. July. Yeah. yeah, we went we saw fireworks watched together.
2: Watched fireworks on that
0: on that yard. Let yeah, place. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Uh, Noel says hi, by the way. Oh, cool. But, um, absolutely. So what have
2: you been up to? Now that you're back in Florida. Um, man, I lived in Land Lakes for a while. Really? It's like, way north. I grew up, well, teenage years in elementary school and stuff up there. So.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, so. actual Land Lakes. Right? Yeah, I went to Land Lakes High School and everything.
2: Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I spent about almost a year there. Really? And then, I'm um, in St. Pete,
0: and it's... It's, it's awesome. a different world. Yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, it's two ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I have love for Atlanta Lakes, but it's always kind of weird going back. Like, I mean, my mom still lives up there and stuff, but like, I definitely really wanted to get out when I could get out. Mm-hmm. But it's a cool place to go back to. Yeah, I didn't mind. It. So I was, I, was, I realized recently that I was kind of like, because it's rural and kind mm-hmm. of it. I mean, it's bigger now, but I think I was just like in my younger, like. Coming out of college, just don't want to go back mm-hmm. to where, where you were. But yeah. Um, recent times, I'm like, yeah, this place is pretty cool. You can do, ride yeah, your bike I, and
2: hit I, any lake you want. And- I found some great, like, nature preserves and stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't really, I haven't really found yet in the South. So, <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so it's just kind of chill, um, hang out, talk about whatever. No cool. really agenda. I just like chatting about whatever people want to nice. chat about. Cool. So, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I like some podcasts where like it's specific, but I just don't feel like I don't know. I don't like having a regimen of like mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I write down some like random bullet points, but like it's just whatever. Oh, yeah. We go all over the place. I like it. Do so you, do, you have,
2: do you just go for how long? However
0: long. However long. Yeah, they've been ranging um, about an hour. Some go a little bit over. Some go a little bit under. Yeah. But it's just wherever the conversation is comfortable yeah. ending. So yeah, yeah, it's been fun. But um, so uh, what's new with Are you doing any more uh, Infinite
2: Third stuff right now, or I'm in a big transitional period in in a good way Uh, for Infinite Third. I um, I don't know. I've I put out so many albums over like the past six years. Yeah, and I'm just about to start on like the new album, which I'm considering like kind of the new start, where like all the old albums will go away and be private and gotcha, be more exclusive to like back catalog kind of thing. Yeah, and this one will be like pushed out to the world. And I have a whole, whole, like, business plan around the album and stuff and a whole vision for it, but I'm just, like, this week starting to officially compose it, and I just, like, secured some studio time for it, for the tracking of it, and it's called Channels, and it's just, like, I have this huge, like, focus for it, which is just, kind of just to be more coherent than I've been in the past. Okay. Kind of... There's a lot of words I could use, but it's, you know, it's, I, I think it's going to be a heavier album than I've, gotcha. I've made in the past, Yeah, which, yeah. Not, not to say that it's going to be like metal, right <laughs> yeah, in, no, I hear you. it's going to be a little bit more cathartic and probably have more dynamic swells. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was actually listening to, um, I was like, Bill's coming over, I might as well listen to some more stuff. I was listening to Eardrops a little bit earlier. Oh, cool, yeah. But, um. That's pretty chill. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to it, and I was just like, in a really good way, I'm like, I could just like... Meditate to this album, yeah, <laughs> just, nice. like yeah. chill. But, um, yeah, and I think that's what I've kind of liked about your stuff too. Is it's a little bit, I mean, they've all been in the same vein, but they're all kind of different enough where they, yeah, I can just pop anyone on and and just kind of chill out. Mm-hmm. So, that's Re- cool, dude.
2: I've recently just, um, branched off and do a different project. I don't know if you caught that at all. It's kind of more under I think the radar I saw that, it's called yeah. that? Yeah, that's it's, right. It's more just electronic and, um, just as minimal. And nice. Just as it's it's kinda of just minimal in uh down tempo electronics, but it's okay. kinda of just the new part of the new path of infinite third is to keep it more of a narrow spectrum of like guitar based gotcha. ambient drone influence, mm-hmm. but more in the minds like post rock kind of world. Sure. Electronic post rock and then letting us to be more over in like the anything can happen kind of experimental electronic. I call it like fluid electronic. Sure. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I, I put out one little EP for that, and I'm on the side I'm still working on those. Quite that's really cool.
0: I think it's good to have just multiple outlets in general. I mean, I guess the the most often used term is, like, side projects, but, I mean, that's weird and different. Yeah. But, like, just different outlets where you can just do... Because nobody, even, no matter what you're doing, even if it's music or or whatever, even if you're writing, like... If I'm writing something, even just, like... Not music wise, but it's just good to like step away and work yeah, on something else, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think it makes everything else I, overall I like, better. I like having different mediums, even like, yeah, um, you know, one thing that's happening that's funny that I didn't really expect to happen channels won't be out, the new album, the new one for the third album won't be out for I, I say five or six months. Like, sure, it's 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 probably the longest I'm gonna take on an album yet. It's crazy. like, I, I haven't I haven't I've pumped them out, like, I've just, yeah. i just I'm this one I'm treating way differently. It's, you know, yeah. I have a mastering engineer that's going to finish it up, and mm-hmm. we're talking vinyl and stuff. That's crazy. So, that's awesome. in the meantime, I'm doing a little bit of letting stuff, but non-music, I'm, I've am i written a lot of poetry over the years. That's like awesome. In the past, like, seriously in the past, like, five years, but, you know, I've written before that, but none of that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've always, like, kept it on my blog, but... I'm, in the past year, I've just taken it all down and been like reading it and rewriting it all and stuff and kind of re, yeah. um, kind of refining it. And I've just decided to put out a book. That's uh, crazy. It's about a, it's about a sixty, seventy-page poetry book. That's awesome, man. That I I anticipate could be out by December, if not January. So that's so that'll cool. be like the in-between kind of release. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome, man. Yeah, I was actually thinking about poetry the other day because uh, we were talking. My wife and I went up to Orlando and we're hanging out with some friends and stuff. And my my friend is talking about just he he writes some poetry and stuff. And that's just one thing I've never as far other than like writing songs, but like specifically poetry is nothing I've really like dabbled in. And you're a writer know. though. Huh?
2: Feel, you're a writer though, aren't you? Don't you write like I feel like you have the voice of a writer. Yeah, yeah, I like I love writing, but like
0: as far as like poetry in the form of like not song or music yeah, kind of I haven't really should, like done, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And um I'd be interested to tackle it, but it almost feels like I can't tell if it's intimidating because it's too, because it's so open to whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm, I don't know where to start. But also, my, my buddy was saying that he, one of his, not fears, but, like, it's just, I guess with any kind of art form, once you kind of make it and put it out there, people are open to making it whatever it is. Yeah. Especially poetry, because it's so, like, wrapped in, like, a... It's just open interpretation, and so, so yeah, it's just uh, like words, so, which is awesome, <laughs> awesome. But he was also saying, I just hate for somebody to like totally not get like mm-hmm. maybe something bad from what I was trying to say. And, but um, yeah, that's the cool thing about art in general, just that I've been working on, not dealing with, but just kind of coming to terms with. Like, no matter what you make, once you do it. It's kind of it's a it's up to interpretation. Exactly, yeah. it's just out there. Yeah, I so. I
2: really love that part about it. Um, in music and writing, music I definitely I intentionally make like the most abstract music. It's just it's improvisational mostly and mm-hmm. guitar soundscapes and stuff. Sure. And the the best part about my live set is that I've had a, a whole spectrum of reactions or responses or critiques. Um, oh yeah. <clears throat> from the same shows, like. So people get exactly what they need out of it. Some people will say that they have like visionary trips of like, you know, and they were just totally energized from yeah. it. Some people will say it, like it brought them to like stillness and meditation, but it was like the same set. The same major, set. And some people just go through deep emotions and yeah. kind of, like process them during it. And I, I feel like that's what inspires me about it is that it really doesn't matter how it comes out. It's just, or it doesn't matter what comes out. It's about like how it comes out. Like, exactly. If it comes out in like a genuine... Like real processing of emotion, then it's going to be taken in that person's version of it.
0: Yeah, I and that's something that I felt like I've connected with, like your music and what you do, because it just feels like whatever it is or whatever album or whatever is just definitely like a product of. I guess you could say like a product of the moment, because everyone, you no, know, I mean, totally is. Yeah, yeah no, like no, it
2: totally is the product of. It's like a captured moment. Like, yeah, and then it's just like here it is. Yeah, in, in all its rawness, you know. Yeah, it's so red. And I, and what I like about writing for me is that I don't really I also try to write in a more abstract way, which can be challenging because even if you try not to make sense, words try to make sense on their own. Like yeah. senses. Yeah, yeah. People try to make sense of words. So I really like playing with like paradox and kinda oh, yeah. kind of on the on the verge of like Zen cones where it's like you just give a statement that like doesn't make sense but it's meant to just like untangle the mind trying to figure it out because you can't figure it out, you know, I try to, I try to make poetry that reaches that level of the music abstraction, which can kind of let people take these words and make it mean their own thing, which Mm -hmm. is harder with words because some of words have accepted connotations. Sure, yeah, 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 it's,
0: it's just crazy how, I mean, I just, I guess just, that's just what art is in general, but like, how like so? Say you're making something, and it's of like that moment of that feeling. But then going back to what you're saying about like a live set and different people coming up, it's what they're hearing is of their moment mm-hmm. and what you know whatever mm-hmm. happened that day
2: or that week. Or um, I don't I don't think enough people recognize the role of the audience in art. Um, yeah, like we're all sitting there staring at a performer on a stage a lot of times, and my experience of performing in front of a lot of people is that like. It's completely dependent on them, and like, mm-hmm. what happened that time only happened because those certain people were out there, and those certain like levels of attention were out there. Yeah, and so it, it, you know, it's like we're creating it together, even though there's one person who's up there like being the channel for it. Yeah, that's we're all I'm kind of creating this moment of like forth. listener and and uh, speaker, or yeah. Whatever it is,
0: it, yeah, that's always interesting to me too. And I was actually. When you said that, two things popped in my head. One, um, the other day... Was it last week? I went to... Vacationer was in town. I went mm. to go see them. Which, interestingly enough, random. But um, is Kenny Vasali, who we actually went to go see... Remember that Copeland oh, yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Of, of Personnel and the starting line stuff. So it's oh, his other nice. project. Yeah, cool. But he, it's more like... Um, I think he'd dig it. But it's more of like... Um, I don't say this Again, going back to words having connotations... Not tropical, but it's, like, like ambient, electro, tropical, yeah, pop yeah. stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. But um, he was saying, like, he really enjoyed... It was at Crowbar in Ybor, and he was really enjoying just the crowd because people were just kind of chilling and standing there. Some were, like, dancing and stuff and-, and whatever, but he was saying, like, sometimes people are just, like, kind of going crazy and dancing, and he's like, I'm really enjoying... But he's like, that has its merits or something like that, but this is really cool. People are just kind of chilling and-, yeah. and vibing to it. And then... um. Going back to that. Oh, and then, um, what was it? I was listening to a podcast. I think it might have been either the Nerds podcast, something. Brian Regan, that comedian, was oh, on yeah. it. And he said one time he, they're kind of talking about, especially, I guess, with comedy. I can imagine you need people, you need their actual reaction to do stuff. But he said he played, he, he did a, a set one time at a theater, and the lights were set up in a way where he couldn't see anybody. And like it was almost like just playing, like just like telling jokes to a wall. Yeah. And it was like a laugh track behind it. And then mm-hmm. he got off stage after an hour, and he was like, "I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess
2: that was okay." No, I can definitely. That sounds terrifying. Well, to me. playing on certain big stage, they tend to like shine lights at you or a projector at you, yeah. Instead of like above you or something, mm-hmm. and you can't see any of the crowd, so you're only like trusting that they care at all. Like sometimes in right. more intimate venues, you can see, oh, that person's yeah. clearly listening, and like this is you know, I should at least respect them and play something worthwhile. But yeah, like, if, yeah. if you don't know if anyone's even out there, it's hard to like, you know, feel them. Yeah, you just have to hope
0: that you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine. Like, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know, I love both settings, but something about, and it's, they've been kind of making a quote-unquote comeback, but like, the house shows people have been doing, mm-hmm. like, just house, house tours, yeah. even just like, touring bands have just been like, just like couch tours and mm-hmm. stuff, and people just networking with friends. And, um, which is cool. I think it's cool on both ends. It's cool for the artist, I'd imagine, because you don't have to deal with all that booking nonsense Mm and, Mm -hmm. um, like club fees and stuff. But then also cool for, definitely for the audience and whoever's hosting it,
2: because, yeah,
0: they're obviously a fan.
2: It's an art, man. Yeah. Put on a good house show and get people there and, like, make it, like, on the border of, like, not not being just a raucous house party, but also, like, a listening room. Mm -hmm. It's, It's hard to, like, um, corral that kind of energy but yeah a lot of people were good at it. I've, I've been to some great house shows and i've played some great house shows yeah
0: yeah it's definitely yeah it could go either too crazy or depending on whose whose place you're at it could be i could see it being just like a weird thing of like you playing for like that person and, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and yeah. their brother mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it's exciting going back to um i guess the, the infinite third stuff so you said that the new one is going to be like the most time you've spent, which is kind of the flip side. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, you did a project where you are releasing a song. Was it a day? Yeah.
2: a day? That was part of Infinite Third. That was, I yeah. did um, one song a day for a whole year 365. Yeah. And it wasn't so much that I was like composing a song every day, it was kind of that thing where like I would wake up sit with my guitar and looper and like just jam on something a lot yeah. of the eardrop songs that you were listening to that, yeah. are those yeah from that project where i just took the recording and a lot of them ended up being like oh i didn't do on that day but i had uh, a show so i would take a recording an excerpt of a, excerpt of a recording and put it there yeah um some of it was it was kind of just like getting getting used to processing like material every day whether yeah. i made it that day or not like I would at least do something to it that would make it presentable yeah. it for the day. And then my friend did a visual art piece every day. Yeah, he I remember that. He did that, yeah. It was, it was like the Infinite Third logo with like his own digital and not digital art behind it. That's and crazy. At the yeah. very
0: least, it just seems like a, a good, pr- good practice to just like learn, even just learn how you work best. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean?
2: It taught me so much about just... Well, um, Oh, it's like you can always kind of just go there and make something like it, it almost made me float too much to where I was then I started putting out all these albums and you know it's like it, it, now I'm like going back to the other extreme of like just focus on this like 40 minutes of material that will be like yeah. representative of Infinite Third for like the next year or two like yeah and the end the live set as well is going to mirror this album which is another thing that's been way different is that my live experience mm-hmm. has always been really different than the studio experience true yeah and I'm just now about to bridge them real that's awesome and it's pretty important
0: yeah that's always kind of crazy too especially so i go like even just this works with you like retooling your stuff but so you were putting out stuff so frequently but then going back to what you said about like this is what like it's going to be for the next like couple years whatever like Mm -hmm. that's always crazy to me too because i feel like it's great and can be bad too depending on how people interpret like where you're coming from. I guess probably more if it's... If you're putting words down on paper, you know? Yeah. But, like, people... Especially if that chunk of time... Say if it's, like, two years between albums or whatever, a lot happens to to you, to me, to anybody in two Mm -hmm. years. So... I always... It's always just crazy to me that, like... That's still, like, a snapshot, but, like, of... So much can change between the next one that people... It can be great or acts. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of
2: artists that kind of happens to, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just how life is. Like you don't see yeah. a person for a year, it's going to be different the next time you see him. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in a, a year. year, yeah. year you know? Exactly. So it's like over a year. So imagine yeah. how much we've gone through since then. Right. We don't even. We won't even talk about this whole time. <laughs> right. It's Just like we're different people now. Exactly. Yeah. Just influence and stuff. <laughs> I
0: was listening actually to another podcast with, um, and the guest was uh, Davey Havoc from AFI. Oh, yeah. And he was talking about that, which I never thought about. But like, AFI, he said, which is true. It's that's been his only band that he's been in, which is cool. But and then he also said, but there's songs from the first album I wrote when I was a teenager that it's still that project, that band. So like, people will ask like for like a song from when he was like I don't know, like 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and he's I can totally get how that would be uncomfortable oh, yeah. because. um I had that platform to to write stuff when I was that young I would <laughs> I would
2: hate it like I know, right? looking I, back on it i would be so I like, even look back at some of the stuff I put out early on and like some of it's great but some of it that's why I'm privatizing a lot of it it's just like it doesn't stand up for me um sure. whereas I if I would have had the mindset that I have now, I would definitely have waited and refined the material more and you know known obviously I would have known more about mixing and <laughs> so many things but we live in a world now of, thankfully for this whole what we're talking about where there's going to be time in between the next one, mm-hmm. it's like I could put out this formal thing. Say I put it out in like March. Yeah. Um, it just popped in my head. Like I should put it out on the third <laughs> of, of the third month. Like, okay, well maybe that's, that's something awesome. I should do. <laughs> um, anyway, that might be too gimmicky. But um, let's say I put it out March 3rd of 2016 um, and that's like the formal presentation, like the formal yeah. release. But in between... To coincide with it, that like I would be touring. I would be. I'm planning to go to the West Coast and tour for the first time. That's awesome. Play festivals, play house shows, play venues. But I'm the type of person that even, even if there's a time, even though there's a year or two in between formal presentations, there's going to be so much content like videos and live sessions yeah. that are recorded. And you know, I'll probably keep a SoundCloud going with just like one-off recordings. And yeah, but I'm sure I will keep the. Knowing me, I'll put out like an EP. It won't won't be like the official. Like I won't yeah. push it to the world. But I'm like, hey guys, I've worked on the yeah. EP. And I'm not. I'm gonna. I just thought maybe I'd put out something different. Yeah, maybe. and I
0: feel like it's good to. It's good to have a structure, but also to the point where, you're not limiting what you're doing by mm-hmm. that structure. So like, yeah, an EP or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But do you, do you know about mouth counsel? The
2: sound thing that, really that I do. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's a. I pretty much. This is like the opposite of Infinite Third, like Infinite Third <laughs> is like my, you know, art, art music, mm-hmm. slash, like, emotional release, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, genuine creation. Mouth Console is like the silly, fun okay. um, looping that I do with other people, so gotcha. I have a five channel looper and a microphone, I beatbox, and then I, like, sit in a circle with a bunch of people pass the microphone to the next person they would make a noise i leave that I'm it's mixing like, on the spot we're just making songs we're yeah. all dancing and we're all singing and it's almost like a drum circle vibe with like yeah. electronics and I call it Mouth Council I get booked just as much as Infinite Third to go and do this mm-hmm. at like festivals because it's so much more accessible than Infinite Third it's yeah. just like oh it can happen anywhere they all they're all like a blank canvas to start so that's one thing that's amazing about it but it, it's nice to have this like opposite kind of to balance it out to where I Absolutely. get so serious with infinite third it's <laughs> yeah. nice to just go somewhere and be like oh whatever you know it's like yeah. let's just let's just do this and leave it here
0: yeah especially if it's that kind of built into especially all that improv or that um anything can happen mm-hmm. mentality is built into that project mm-hmm. that sounds like even if something comes out weirds yeah what it is that's well, the point of it you know
2: it's amazing to see how different people you wouldn't expect to come out of the yeah. shell even like um Someone who's quiet will end up, by the end of it, just, like, singing their heart out. Awesome. And then someone who's, like... Someone who's, like, known for singing a certain way will do something completely opposite and silly, and you're just, like... It's weird seeing people in, like, such a non... It's not a... No one's the center of attention for it. Not even me. I'm mixing the song, like, I'm making it yeah. but it's not about me. It's, like, it really couldn't happen without the people. You're just catering so to what they're it, doing. So it is yeah. such a collaborative thing in that it's interesting to see how... Even performers come and they like kind of let their ego aside and just kind of yeah kind of do it. So one thing that I'm starting in the next like month or two, I've I've already kind of started it. It's in it's in progress, but um, basically turning mouth council into just going from with uh, just a impromptu spontaneous vocal jam. Yeah. that happens. It'll always be that, but now I'm taking that vocal jam and. Kind of making like a podcast format out of it to where cool. I would invite um I have like my list of bands that I'm already in touch with that yeah. are down to do it to where I would invite my camera guy and on the journey to me to go visit like local band X, mm-hmm. go to their space, sit in a circle, do the mouth council, and kinda of make like a each time like a short documentary about huh. the experience and then show excerpts and clips from the session. And the point of it is is kind of just to see what people are like in in this like really specific different yeah. weird setting. Yeah,
0: event. and I feel like a lot of people would even just welcome it to be able to, like I said, just having multiple projects. But maybe they don't have multiple projects or outlets. Like, yeah. and just it's, it's just a, sometimes it's just freeing to do whatever. Thing, yeah. Especially if it's not theirs, then yeah. there's like less pressure of a fan of your thing not liking something that For you're sure, making. Yeah. If it's somebody else's and you're just doing whatever, then yeah, you, can, you can probably just. Like you said, let all egos aside
2: and just do whatever it's you want. It's such a creative exercise, you know. Yeah. M- most people can just appreciate it right away as like, oh, I get this. Like, yeah. You're just kind of like – it's like it's like uh, babbling just to keep your voice uh, – like you can you can sing nonsense and you're still singing. Yeah. You know? like that's kind of like where it comes from is just that you're, you're exercising the creative muscle in such a non-serious way. it it takes all pressure off of it sure and it lets you just be free with it and it kind of like lets you explore new paths for your voice or absolutely some people not not even use their voice some people just clap and it's like still (laughs) obviously it's called mouth counsel so you you know i I prefer that you make a (laughs) mouth noise but (laughs) i always tell people you can like you can't do anything wrong in this circle you can uh make your favorite animal sound or click or you know one of those yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: so cool i can imagine it's awesome. But
2: yeah, even going back to just
0: like, kind of freeing, that's that's a a method of like, like vocalists that I've seen, and I've never really done it myself, but it's something that I've kind of tried, and I should probably try more, but of just singing nonsense, and finding the melody, and then writing the words around that, rather mm-hmm. than writing lyrics, yeah. and then I ran into that problem with our... I would try to write lyrics and then cram them into, like, some kind of thing. Mm. And I feel like, I don't know, there's just mirrors to all sides of it. And that's the cool thing, that just anything in general. Like, yeah. you can do whatever you
2: want. <laughs> I've, I've pretty much just come to the idea that, like, you can do it any way as long as the way that you're doing it is, like, the most effortless and, like, at the same time engaging. So, like, not effortless as in, like, lazy way. Like, sure. like I didn't have to put effort into that. Effortless as in, like, I didn't have to struggle to get there, but I had to, like challenge myself to get there so it's like sure. a, some kind of some kind of balance of like it, you know when people struggle to do a certain thing and it's like it always has that tension with it in the finished product yeah know,
0: which you can definitely hear it
2: yeah yeah
0: it's just I've, I've definitely gotten I was in that other mindset for a long time creatively and then recently within the past couple of years and now that I'm working on some more stuff like just being like just that just open mm-hmm. just letting what happens happen and then if it if it's good, awesome. If not, then, I don't know. Sometimes you can just use a piece for something else and then build off that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, sure. I'm just, I'm open to being open more than I was, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Especially in the, I mean, just in, I've learned, I'm learning that just in all aspects, but even creatively, just not everything's going to be good all the time. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be okay. Sometimes it's, like I said, you can build off of it and make it better, mm-hmm. but, or sometimes you just throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel you on that. Sometimes you gotta let them go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing too. I, I've I've gotten into that that creative struggle of wanting it to what wanting a certain thing to work so badly that you you put so much stress on it that it's just it ends up just wasting time. Uh-huh. Even if it's like say like a week of just even if we are using an example of like a song, just trying to make that something work. Yeah, and then you just end up having to trash it anyways because it's just. Once you force something too much, it just gets weird.
2: Yeah. Well, there is something to say about, like, the natural, like, catharsis of making something, whereas, like, it's like a birth pain. Like, a... Mm-hmm. Not... A, there's two different kinds of struggle. There's, like, the natural kind that, like, everyone must go through, and then there's the kind of, like, that you're self-inflicting and indulging in. Yeah. Which I think is the difference here, and I think every piece of art, as you... Will, will have a moment of struggle, but mm-hmm. overall, I think the project will... Would best be reflected by like effortlessness and like yeah. flow and flowing, yeah. rather than like or even not forcing, yeah, <laughs> or even not
0: abandoning that whatever that project might be. But like we were talking about before, just leaving and just sometimes working on something else mm-hmm. completely,
2: and then coming back, coming yeah. back with with fresh eyes mm-hmm. or ears or whatever you're doing. But it takes so much trust to make art. It's like <laughs> you have to like trust that like, or it takes it takes trust to finish art because you're kind of trusting that like you can move on and that something else will come, (laughs) you know, I want to do something else, you know, some people never finish art, yeah, because they're scared or something, like a lot of people don't finish, Mm -hmm. and I'm almost like, I finished too much, like (laughs) I'm learning now that I have to not finish so fast, like enjoy the ride more, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely
0: one that oftentimes when I'm in it and making whatever it is, I'm really pumped on it, and sometimes I have to I mean, I just critique myself too hard going back to it mm. or looking at it like maybe like a month later or whatever or, and just being like, man. <laughs> mm. Because it's the same thing. is like, it's a, and that could be just like the product of a moment thing. That's something that you make at that time. And then maybe you had a better week the next week and you look back or vice versa or whatever. You're yeah. just in a different state. And then that could probably be a big influence on just <laughs> critiquing what you did. Because mm-hmm. what, what you did at some point meant. If you're letting it come out of, like, natural uh, experiences or whatever, that might be a a good precursor. Even for, like, the podcast, like, that's part of of the good thing about doing this podcast is the structure of almost being, like, I'm on a a schedule. Yeah. So, like, no matter what, every two weeks I need to put something out. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll record a podcast and love it, great conversation, and then I try not to edit it that, like... I maybe like a day off or something and then that day off I'm like man I just run it through my head I'm like was that that good like did I should I have taken oh, the conversation yeah. there and then yeah. then I go back and edit I'm like oh that's fine yeah. like what does it matter like and then either way even if it weren't fine I, I gotta put yeah. it out yeah. you know no, it's,
2: so it's good it can be good to have like forced discipline on yourself right you know? yeah it's crazy so um what else man how like, aside from... So there is one more. All It's, like, things. one of the projects. I mean... Oh, okay. It's not, it's not music. I mean, it... It kind of is the umbrella of all this, but we have that... We have, uh... Remember You Are Dreaming. Yeah. Which is, uh... Kind of the... Call it, like, a collective, but, um... Right now, it kind of just exists as a channel where we make videos and... Um... Kind of just collaborate and... Yeah. Just put out interesting things, but... You know, it, it has the potential to turn into a label slash, like, yeah. Artist Collective, which there are a lot of people that are, like, representing it at this point, so that's, that's awesome. good. But we call it Riad, you know, <laughs> yeah. for short, but um, com is a working website where we just, and yeah. we have the YouTube channel, but... There are plans for that to grow
0: more and more. And is that, that's the same, like, label project idea you, did you tell me about that when we saw each other last year? Probably, like, yeah. Because you were, like, on the cusp of, like... I don't think he had told anybody yet, but like, man, I'm working on this or whatever. Yeah, so it, it was probably that then. It's probably that.
2: I mean, it it's been around. The idea just, I it started out just I would hand out cards that say "Remember You're Dreaming." Yeah, and about um, the URL, and like just kind of slowly saw where it was going, and now mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a brand. You know, it's it's I, I intentionally keep it really um, undefined. Yeah, so it just what it can represent anything, and it can I can throw it onto something to give it like the coherence. Sure. You know, a lot of a lot of poetry videos, spoken word videos on the okay. channel. A lot of live sessions Yeah. with artists and a lot of, like, intimate, like, sitting on the couch and they're performing a thing, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, You know, a lot of handheld, kind of, just like you're sitting there in the room with someone.
0: Yeah. Intimate things.
2: That's awesome, dude. But it's a... For me, it's just... I, I. I'm kind of just... I love the collaborative part of it, where it's... I didn't define it that much, so... If I meet someone and they're into it, I can totally just mold it to what they're doing and mm-hmm. it fits with them for that moment, Whether you know, whatever they are, like, hip-hop artists or whatever, <laughs> yeah. I can just kind of work with them in that sense and yeah. see how far they want to go with it. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah.
0: I think I'm just, like I said, just a fan of just doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a, I'm past the point of just, I don't know. I don't do well with structure. I do, like, some structure, mm-hmm. but, like, within the, within the, the small parameters, just, I left being free just mm-hmm. to do, do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, too, it, it, it can be whatever. hmm Anything can be, like, yeah. this is gonna sound super ex- existential, but, like, anything can, I don't know, I'm just. It's like, why the fuck not? You know, yeah, right. We can do
2: whatever we want here. Right, and, you yeah, know, you can like, always
0: change what you're doing, or just do something different, or, it doesn't matter.
2: We're all kind of raised, I feel like, with with this idea that, like, there's someone who knows what's going on or what needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> you, you slowly find out as you grow up that, like, no one has a clue. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of like, provides me with relief that yeah. I don't have to know anything because no one else does. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: That was something interesting I heard the other day. Again, it might just, I listen to so many podcasts and whatever. It might have been on a podcast, but, like, they're talking about uh, relationships, and it was like an adult I'm talking about relationships with like with their, their mom or something, mm-hmm. and like the person they're talking to just like blew my mind because, not not even like hardships, but just like general just dealing with family kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they said something that was just like crazy, and it was true. Mm-hmm. It's just like your mom, like you're dealing with being an adult, and having a relationship with in this instance, your mother. The same way, like, your mom is having an adult child for the first time. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like, she doesn't know what she's doing yeah, either. Yeah, everyone's just new. We're yeah. just trying No one trying knows it, what the...
2: You know? Yeah. We're giving it a good
0: try. With I was like, know. damn, yeah. my parents don't know how... Like, I mean, I have an older sister, but, like, they've, they haven't done this before. Yeah. No, especially with parents no. that you expect them to know, yeah. <laughs> know oh, everything. That was, a,
2: that was a huge, like, part of my experience in the past, like, ten years was just meeting my parents as like adults yeah you know, and like as an adult and kind of just realizing they're just trying to fight their way through just like I am, yeah you know, right or yeah. realizing that i'm one of them like i'm just i'm well, yeah I'm just kind of the same so they happen to be in this role that's like responsibility over another human <laughs> yeah and i happen to be in a role that's like have somebody who has a responsibility, which we all have this experience of having a parent pretty much. You know, like everyone has a mother, but yeah. not, we don't all grow up with them. We don't all sure. know them, so that's a whole other issue. But Yeah, I remember, like,
0: it wasn't like an exact time, but just like, I feel like looking back, it's just like all of a sudden you're like, yeah, okay, my, par- <laughs> my parents are people. Like, mm-hmm. like, you grew up with that mindset so long of like, your parents are just like superheroes and... Mm-hmm know whatever's going on and then as you get older like I remember one time like my dad was he and I were just like out having lunch and he was talking to me because my parents are divorced so he was talking to me about um like relationship stuff like with with the girlfriend he had at the time and I was like my dad's just a dude (laughs) like talking about Mm -hmm. talking about girl girl problems Mm -hmm. but um to me which is (laughs) just ridiculous (laughs) but um yeah everyone's along for the ride nobody knows what the hell's going on Mm -hmm. for the most part no matter how much we pretend,
2: <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Uh, it, it's it does make me laugh. Yeah. Just, everyone's so um, serious about what they think they know, and it's like something's gonna come along and prove that one wrong. Like whatever you're thinking right now, if you're that if you're that like clenching to like, yeah. an idea, you clearly haven't had your world shattered by something <laughs> right. that you thought you knew
0: and then it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I yeah. like. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to say getting older, but, I mean, I'm 26, I'm not old, but it kind of leads to what I'm saying, like, I'm perfectly content with the idea of, in 10 years down the road, looking back at me now, I'm being, like, he was
2: full of shit. Yeah, like, right, you know oh, what right I mean? definitely, I, I'm already like, anticipating that yeah. for myself now, I'm, I'm 29, Yeah. I'm anticipating like, 40 year old me being like, oh, what an idiot, like, <laughs> right. I love you, but you're, you're crazy, yeah, <laughs>
0: It, I mean, it, I mean, it happens now. Less, I mean, it'll be different because the different age range. But like, still now, sometimes like random things will pop in my mind. Like, when you're a teenager, like, man, you did that. You were look like, you're stupid. Just, like, I just like shake my head at stuff that I've done. Yeah. Like, you're so dumb. I can only imagine. It
2: doesn't stop, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> which is kind of yeah. cool and terrifying yeah. at the same
0: time.
1: Man.
2: Yeah. Like, what's your take on like death? Like, what is your what is your relationship to death? Like, um, what, like, what have you experienced of it, and what do you, how do you think about it in a daily? Um, sorry to put the. Oh no no on no, no! It's all just, good. Like, I'd rather go there with the conversation. Let's do it. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, it's been different. I've had quite a few experiences, and I haven't. When I was younger, I didn't deal with it super well, and then the most recent was my stepfather uh, passed away. Uh, is it two years oh. now? Pushing it, it, the timeline just gets all fuzzy after that, yeah. but um, but yeah. So uh, he it was like really short. Like we found out he had cancer, um, yeah. in July, and then, um, by the end of the summer he had passed away. Like they caught it late and all that kind of stuff. So that one was obviously the biggest one and the heaviest one, the closest one, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah. I tried to make it a point to actually and I didn't do a great job, but learned to, like, just sit with it and let it just, yeah. like, happen, yeah. like, emotionally, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, still at that time, like, I had to do a lot of, not had to, but that's just kind of the role I take was, like, helping my mom out and my oh, sisters okay. out and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm always, like, the outward giver kind of person, <laughs> and then, like, in my own time, I'll try to, like, deal with it inwardly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been weird, but that one really kind of just... Uh, just opened my eyes a little bit to just I don't know, same thing. Like, like we're just talking, like, yeah. yeah. Just we're not gonna be around. Yeah, I mean, and room. I had dealt with like, like 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 grandparents, like grandfathers passing away yeah. and stuff when I was like a teenager, and then like in college and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. My, I guess just that, just getting comfortable, not comfortable, yeah. but you know what I mean.
2: No, it's a, it's just a changing thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like. One day I could be super, just like detached from it. Like, oh yeah, we're we're all gonna die. This is this is actually a good thing. Like, we might as well live now. You know, like that kind of thing. And then another day I could like, fuck, I don't want to die. Like, I'm I'm scared to death. <laughs> right? Ah. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's it's funny how like it's another example of that. Like, we're kind of just we're just trying to make sense of like these processes that we are. Like, we're we're a changing process yeah. all the time, and like. Right. As soon as we understand it, it changes anyway. Exactly. So yeah. It's, it's nice to observe it, but you can't know.
0: Yeah. The only thing that stays the same is that everything ends up changing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, how about you?
2: Like, well, I, I mean, I know you had your experience. Obviously, my dad was the closest person to me that ever passed away, and that was mm-hmm. six years ago now. Was yeah. it already? Jeez. And I'm. I felt that I took it better in the first six months two years than I did like maybe a year after that for some reason I don't know like it kind of just as the reality sank in more and more it was like wow but it had so many ups and downs that I can't really say I did well or not well yeah it just just was what it was and it still kind of just is what it is and now it's kind of a relationship of like trying to almost like trying to remember who he was as a person like I, I spend so much yeah Tribute time on like his public persona, yeah, and that kind of thing, and his caricature of him. Mm-hmm. That it's hard sometimes to remember just like what he was like to hang out with and stuff. Sure. And that that's kind of like where it hits me. Then is like remembering that and being like, oh man, like you know, he he was just like my dad, like a guy, yeah. And, and I'm the only one who knows him that way. So exactly, it, it, there are times where it still just hits me, and I'm you know I have to like have my my day of just kind of grieving again which is you'd think it'd yeah. not happen anymore but no and
0: that's something I learned too it just it randomly it just it happens yeah. and you try to deal with whatever that day is but yeah. yeah I had the same kind of experience like so when when my stepdad first passed away like dealing with all the stuff and like just helping out the family and doing all that kind of stuff but like really it was really weird but it might have been like six months later I don't, I don't know maybe not a quite maybe not a year but again, being, like, an outward, like, person towards others, like, I saw online that somebody that I knew, the father of some, uh, some girls I went to high school with or whatever, and, um, he worked at the high school, he, he had cancer and stuff, and Mm -hmm. he was being admitted, and it took that, then, then I just, like, lost it, and that's Mm -hmm. when I, like, broke down and kind of started, like, like, I was alone in my room, I was like, shit, because then, like, oh, no. Sometimes I do better emoting knowing that, like, other people are kind of going through stuff and I'm like, that family's going right. through the same thing right. that, like, That's that, thing. like, his yeah. his was longer. But, um... It's like being able to relate
2: to someone else's yeah. struggle. Yeah. I, I definitely... I've had over the years a lot of, like, acquaintances and friends who lose their father mm-hmm. reach out to me, like, the day after or something really? saying, like, you know, how do you deal with this? Like, it's just all hitting me at once. and They're, they're overwhelmed. Yeah. And I just... It's in those times where I'm like... I actually feel like like it was meant to be this way like I I was meant to be someone who I don't know why they're asking me like I I do I put out that kind of like that's the first question like do I put out this kind of like wise about this subject kind of thing and I guess when I think about it like I have been kind of public about my sure yeah yeah sure so I'd see how they would think that but I really first of all I appreciate it that they would even trust me with that like Mm -hmm. sharing but then second I, I always kind of like in that moment like I I sit with it and I, I like channel some words that they might need to hear and I don't know if it if it ever really helps them but yeah. it 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 seems to like connect us and hopefully um shine some kind of light on what they're going through or at least let them know that someone else went through it and mm-hmm. got through it. Which yeah. is really all we can provide each other. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey you're gonna be alright. Yeah it's gonna pass. Yeah, and that's the
0: thing some it, it is weird and everything's I've learned everybody's different. It's always different. Oh, yeah. Like, just because some, say, just because somebody doesn't, like, either talk about it or, I don't want to say dwell on it, that sounds, like, derogatory, but, like, doesn't mean they're not dealing with it. Yeah. You know
2: yeah. what I mean? Like, that they're not outwardly... Yeah, it depends outwardly. on how
0: mm-hmm. people show it different ways, or don't show it at all, yeah. or, um, like you said, some days are great, and then some days, randomly, like, at some days I was just like, man, I really miss them today, like, yeah. you know, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a. Uh, and it's weird, I remember the first, like, the, I think it might have been a couple months after, like, we did, I had, I had, I it was selfish, kind of, but, like, I I wrestled with it for a while was, like, so we went on, like, the, the St. Jude Cancer Walk and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and doing that for the first time, I was just like, man, I just don't want to be a part of, like, for lack of a better terms, like, this club, like, it's really, uh, hard, it's really yeah. weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, really cool and empowering, because most people there have some kind of experience, like, mm-hmm. with, in this case, cancer or whatever, but it was really weird. It was, like, selfish. I mean, like, I just don't, I don't want to be a part of that group, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a choice in it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I got past it. It was, like I said, just, like, kind of a, a quick, sure. selfish thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you I'm, don't think I'm that understand. kind of stuff happens. But how was it, um, if you, like, because it must have been a little bit different for you, because your dad being who he was, and... Yeah the, More I, I had trouble dealing with just like Family Yeah Talking about it sometimes
2: Well That was kind of why I said like At first I did really well And it was almost a fluke Because When you're that public Of a person And you die Like And then I was kind of public Like I was kind of like mm-hmm. A voice for my dad yeah. At that time anyway Cause of
0: the show and everything On was Twitter like, and stuff yeah. yeah So
2: it's like When the news hit My tweet was actually what confirmed it And like the news was putting my tweet up on the Jeez. On the thing And so my Twitter blew up and stuff and it was, I had a BlackBerry at the time and like from the people following me at an alarming rate, my BlackBerry was frozen so I couldn't call people. I was wanting to talk to all my friends and it was just, it was a funny like moment in this yeah. day of like shock yeah. and, but what happened was everyone was so supportive and stuff and mm-hmm. nice and, you know, there wasn't one bit of like, you know, um bad intentions like it seemed like Hmm. from the public everyone was just you know really supportive and then about two months later a little thing came out about you know possible drug use and all that which I know people know about and there's so much to that story that I I can't even really get into it but it was just basically a lot of like the troll type characters started to come out and be really mean and basically started harassing me some of them like just saying that like my dad was a piece of shit, and then like, and then like, I'm a piece of shit, and all this stuff, and that hit me almost harder than him yeah. dying in its own way, because it was like, it was like, when someone dies, it's so innocent, it's like, oh, we all mm-hmm. die, and like, everyone understands, and it's great, and then, when there's like, bullying, and like, really harsh people involved, it's like, this just doesn't feel like a natural thing, it feels yeah. like that shouldn't even, like, this, this shouldn't even be a thing, and so it's, it's almost like feeling trapped in that. And that took me a good year or two to get over because I would still get stragglers of trolls like really? every so often for like two or three years of w- to where I'd be like almost afraid to go on the social media sometimes. That's like nuts, at least Twitter, dude. you know, because I feel like for some reason people were finding me on there the most. Yeah. But it, it's far outweighed by the positive, but yeah. um, somehow the negative would like stab you a little bit. Yeah, that's so bizarre to me. Yeah, I
0: mean, uh, and that's not the first time I've, I've seen heard that kind of stuff but just
2: yeah I mean look at like Robin Williams um yeah a lot of people harass Zelda Williams his daughter Yeah, and she got off social media because of it and she wrote a whole thing about it and I instantly understood because I was just like yeah I, I imagine that people are just imagine the level of Robin Williams like my dad was here yeah. Ro, and Robin, Robin Williams was like way up here and like all this outpouring of everything plus yeah. the trolls just are a fraction of it no matter what
0: yeah it's just I just don't understand that mindset at all Like, but then again, I'm just, I guess I'm just not wired that way. But it must come from just like, I don't know. It must just come from wanting some form of
2: attention. Well, there's anonymity involved in the internet. So there is that that's definitely happening. I never saw it, you never see it from someone who's too, like, open about who they are. Like, sure. You know, I'm never going to get, I've never gotten a, like, Personal like Facebook message, or I've never, right. definitely never gotten an in person like so- talking to someone, and then they're just That's like, "Oh, thing. by the way, your dad was a piece of shit." Yeah, like, no one's ever said that. So, yeah.
0: and I mean, I would, I would be willing to bet that the people that did send you that shitty stuff wouldn't say it to your exactly, face either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, and it's just so bizarre. And I guess it just has to do with like being quote unquote like in the public eye, pe- people yeah feel like they have some kind of connection to you, and mm-hmm. they can say something, but like like you even mentioned earlier, like obviously common sense would say that your dad wasn't that that part of him the mm-hmm. entire time, like you said, no, he's no. sometimes Not. just your dad that you hang out with, so like yeah, yeah. those people saying that stuff obviously don't know yeah. you or your dad or they're just saying stuff
2: to say stuff, I think with like celebrity culture, it's hard to imagine that even celebrities are like full spectrum people that exist right. with feelings and you know complex life. This uh, is going to sound sounds so dumb, but part of my brain
0: sometimes is like just think of like whatever celebrity that paints themselves or just has like the perfect image persona. They still poop. Yeah. Like I, like, I just <laughs> imagine like they have a toilet somewhere. I love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love that. they
2: I use that all the time. I think about that cuz like everyone just <laughs> Has to take a shit and they can't yeah. control it. They're just like, I have to shit. Like, it's it's just. I always think of like an enlightened being, just like yes, you're totally like in tune with the world and everything, and then like you get home and like you you just can't not shit. Right, right. like you're It's gonna come out of of your butt. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I lo- I just love thinking about that. Anyone who's like put on a pedestal yeah. or anything, the president. There there was a whole series that someone did of I think they were paintings of. Basically, all the world leaders <laughs> taking a shit. Like, it was just it like really puts it in perspective. People poop. Yeah, it's just
0: yeah. Even just not even that, but sometimes like when I'm just laying in bed. I mean, I don't think about celebrity culture really all that much, but like <laughs> if I'm like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like on my phone and like I'm reading like a news article, mm-hmm. or trying to avoid stupid news articles, yeah. but like it'll cross my mind like that person wakes up just like I do mm-hmm. in bed, probably. Yeah. So it's on their phone, too. You know what I mean? Like, it just, Well, I really
2: appreciate celebrities that are more vulnerable, and, you know, I don't know, there's so many ways you could, but, like, basically just alluding to, like, struggles that they have, or, you know, just right. letting people know that they're not perfect is, like, such an important thing, because it's almost implied with how they're covered. Yeah.
0: It? And I feel like there's been a, definitely been a, some, peop- some celebrities like that that have kind of... And that's why people are attracted to themselves. Like for first one, for example, I can think of is like uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Because oh, I mean, everyone yeah. painted her like, oh, she's a normal person, which yeah. then kind of gets turned into like a normal person becomes its own caricature kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but for sure, for but sure. like, but yeah, for sure, like just being just being normal people. Like I even posted actually before you got here, I posted a link. Um, uh, do you know who Andrew McMahon is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. uh... Craziness. He played on Conan last night. Mm. And I, I just posted something that it was just really interesting to, like... So, he, I've been a fan of him since I was... I just loved his music since I was, like, a teenager or whatever. But he's had that kind of career where he's done different projects. Like, um, went from, like, Something Corporate to Jack's Mannequin to, like, his solo stuff. Now he's doing, like, another solo thing. Mm-hmm. But, so he's been doing music for, like, as long as I've been listening to, like, <laughs> music that I like listening mm-hmm. to. But... He's had that career where he's kind of been open with, let fan- I me mean, not like doors wide open to everybody can see your world kind of thing, but just yeah. just Trying straight up communication with fans, cool, and yeah. I guess that comes through with like even like some of the songwriting. But that being said, all that stuff, he, you kind of follow his trajectory of like being like a teenage pop punk kid to being like on one of this. For one of his records, like, he, he battled, like, cancer and stuff, and he came out of it, and he does a lot of stuff like that. So he's been transparent through all that kind of stuff. And now he he's pro- arguably, like, the biggest he's been mm-hmm. with his new project. Like, every time I turn on the radio, it's, like, his, his, oh, wow. his most recent song. But yeah. the craziness is that it's a song about, like, his daughter, like, mm-hmm. before she was born. So, like, it's just kind of crazy that, like, it took all those projects, and now he's, like, hitting, like, the radio and playing on Conan. And yeah. somebody, same night, sung his... Sung one of his songs on, like an audition for The Voice or something, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But watching that video of him playing on Conan was less of like really excited fan, but just being like, man, I'm proud of that guy. Yeah, like you yeah, know. For sure, yeah. And That's it just awesome. has to do with like just being open, I guess. Like just to people.
2: I love people. that man. Like, there's something about sincerity that it's 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 just warm, you know? It's like yeah. You can, you oh. can kind of... Oh. Hey, <laughs> That's my dog freaking out. Come here, buddy. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I noticed that only recently have I started like being comfortable um, talking into a microphone before or after my sets. I mm. used to keep it so uh, like a wall, like an ominous wall of like, yeah. I'm just going to make these sounds and it's going to be really weird and <laughs> we're all just going to do it. Now, even even when I would talk, it would be awkward, and I would just, like, not know what to say. But lately, I've just been, I don't know how it happened. I just, like, I really love just, like, being up there. I'm already being vulnerable with, like, the music. Sure. Improving is, like, already just, like, oh, anything could happen here. Yeah. But now just talking, I feel a lot more comfortable. And I I noticed that it's just, like, it's easier to connect with people after the set when I talk to them because I was already kind of, like saying like, yeah, I'm just the dude up here messing with knobs you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and guitars, various, various things. I'm just seeing what's going to happen with them. <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely just a wave,
0: as with anything, just things go up and down, come and go. And we're definitely, I feel like, in that stage where people can tell when you're not being sincere. Well, there's the it, other
2: side, which is um, like sarcasm. It's kind of yeah. like... I feel it's it's part of what's happening now is like in response to like a lot of people just go to sarcasm as yeah. like the, I guess a response um, yeah to intense emotions or something. But I've never really been like that cool with just like extreme sarcasm to where you just can't tell who someone is to where it's like, yeah it's like a facade. Sure, I love some sarcastic humor and stuff. Yeah, you know? and like, but at the same time, it kind of baffles me. But I know why why it exists. You know, almost yeah. as the other side of the coin yeah there's you like a balance with you it. can be sincere with sarcasm too, which is funny like sincere chasm <laughs> you know, it's just such a weird a weird place to be it's yeah like, um maybe you need a little of both I don't know,
0: yeah, it's probably a good balance I know personally i'm i i try to make find like levity and i'll not when it's inappropriate, but like I'll joke sometimes like just kind of cut the tension. Because I always just like like I said i just like helping other people more than, like, I do myself Mm -hmm. sometimes. So if making somebody, like... If making a mood lighter helps, but, like, sometimes I can be sarcastic. Sometimes it can be, like, totally unrelated. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there's definitely a... Don't... I think it might have been... I saw Pete Holmes and Rob Bell. So, yeah, it was Pete Holmes when they came through town, and he he had a a piece in, like, their two-man show thing about that, but just, like, it's not... To a point, it's not clever anymore. It's not clever, and it's not mm-hmm. like it's not real. Like you said, it's not real. Like
2: it, it's it, it goes to the the troll level at some point where it's yeah like you're just kind of trolling everyone. And it's like oh, you're good at trolling people. Like how good are you at just like being yourself and like, yeah. you know um, connecting yeah kind of kind of a thing yeah. right? Where yeah. it's it, not that it's a competition. It's just like there comes a point where. Why should we not, like, just connect with each other? <laughs> exactly. Like, over something. Even if it's about sarcasm, there has to be a connection made, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, for sure. I mean, I agree with all that. It's just... I don't know. I'm just a big
0: fan of just people being people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> being open to stuff changing. Being open yeah. to... Yeah. Being open to being wrong. That's mm-hmm. something I've learned. Yeah. That I'm totally mm-hmm. open to being wrong about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, it doesn't... Like I'm almost cautious of like deciding this is what I believe about a thing yeah. because I kind of don't. I'm always kind of at least mentally just like debating different sides yeah, of it, yeah. which I think, which I think is good. I don't know for sure. Like again, in ten years I might think I'm an idiot, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. right now it feels good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that's good. Anything else on your mind, pertinent?
2: I think we've covered a lot of ground. I think we've covered a lot of ground. Appreciate it. We're actually just hitting an yeah. hour. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Nice. That went by really fast actually. But um, yeah, man. Um, anything else that you're working on, or do you want to tell people to to check out?
2: No, I think that's it. Like you know, Infinite Third and Mouth Council are like my two different things, and then obviously Letting's like something that'll be a little bit harder to find, but you'll find it if you look for it. <laughs> it's like L E T T I N G. Yeah. And, and uh, cool. Yeah, that's
0: oh, it. Awesome, dude. That was good. Yeah, I liked thanks, it. Man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome.
2: Can we still just chill for it? <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know if it's like not to leave now.
0: Um, do you want to end with the tagline? Or what say? is it? What do I say? It says, uh, it could be worse. Do I just say anything besides that or just that? You can, whatever you want to do. It's
2: up to you. It could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
1: Oh, everybody's done! <laughs> Friends through eternity